What is up? This is Favorite Least Favorites Mike. I've told a very similar story to this before. I'm gonna tell it one more time. Last weekend, I went out to my favorite new restaurant, Midwood Smokehouse, about 30 yards away from my house. They asked me what beer I wanted. I ordered Scheinerbach, not because they are a sponsor of our show, but because they are legitimately my favorite beer. My wife had one, I had one. It went fantastic with their barbecue. If you're in the Charlotte area, I recommend Midwood Smokehouse. I recommend Scheinerbach. Nothing finer than a shiner. G-Man here, and I'm holding my bottle of Hudson Manhattan Rye Whiskey. I've drank a lot of whiskey over my lifetime, and I think Hudson is my favorite. Go get you some Hudson. It's brown, delicious, and room temperature. Mm-hmm. Greg, ask me what I'm doing tomorrow. Mike, what are you doing tomorrow? I am going to a pool party at my friend Dennis Benning's house, previous favorite, least favorite guest. He asked me to bring the vodka. Guess what vodka I'm bringing? American vodka. Nope, Tito's vodka. Not because they are a sponsor of the show, but that's partially why, but also because it is legitimately my favorite vodka. Handmade in Austin, Texas, Tito's vodka. As always, drink responsibly. I didn't get invited to the pool party. All right, Mike, we're celebrating today because we're back on the air. And what better way to celebrate? The only way I celebrate is with a glass of Prosecco. What the hecko? Rafina Prosecco. It makes your nose feel funny. Man, Prosecco. I'll take one. Yeah. Shut up and sit down. Favorite least. That's from the DVD. We are back. What is up? This is Mike Monzetta. This is episode four of season two, episode 16 overall of my foot. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Of my favorite podcast, favorite, least favorite. I am Mike Monzetta. I am here with my good friend, Greg G-Man Urquhart. Greg, how are you today? I'm good. Had Fantastic. Had a good, had what have you been week? up to in this interim? Uh, just, you know, doing what I do. Staying home. All right. All watching right. a lot of TV. I've been watching the Ozarks on Netflix. I don't know what... Which is Jason Bateman. Uh, really good show. It's like a thriller. Okay. He's a financial advisor to get mixed up with the that wrong people <clears throat> and then him and his family have to relocate i've been watching jessica beal <laughs> just just her just watching her window uh no she's in this usa <laughs> that show that doesn't surprise me at all like i don't find that hard to believe like, she uh she's been out of the, the limelight for a while but apparently usa is you talking about the country the, yes USA the network is okay. going a little bit darker with their shows. I guess like AMC has their edge to it in FX and the show is called The Sinner. Yeah. Where she murders someone for no reason. Uh, I'm not making it up. It's like no, nobody no, no, nobody no. knows why. There's an eight part miniseries of uh, the president from Independence Day, isn't it? Bill yeah. Pullman. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Bill Pullman. Yeah, he was great in aliens. It's it's really it's a twisted show. It's sick. All right, I'll so check it out. We need should. a new show. We need a new show. We just got done watching the O.J. Simpson show, yeah. and then we saw the O.J. Simpson documentary, mm. and now we are watching Silicon Valley, which is a fantastic show. I heard that's great. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. It's fantastic. I think... Go the, ahead. No, I'm just, those, those are the two shows that I'm watching. Have you done anything else besides watch television 
in the, in the week that we've no uh oh and just i'm reading this book american gods that's really good that's also a tv show on stars but i'm not okay watching this TV is a show book yet. based on the show it's a it's the show is based on the book i don't know you know what i couldn't help but to notice your lawn looks amazing when i came into it i need to know your secret my lawn looks like a beach volleyball court yeah uh i don't know fertilizer all right all right sun Nice, nice. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in this intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit mad. I can't mow my lawn because it's so so moist, and oh, that gosh. clogs up. The That's mower. not a word that people want to hear on moist. a podcast. See, even our, we have a special guest in the audience. Special tonight, guest in the she audience. Is, uh, she is also of that word. our big sponsor of Shiner. She is our go-to for Shiner beer, and we welcome her. Yeah. In the audience. Andrea Bates, thank you so much for being here. That's enough, Clyde. I feel like we do a better show when we have a guest audience. I mean, first of all, I want to make it very clear that I don't think we do good shows. But I think when we have a special guest in the audience, I think we do a much better show. So I'm very excited to have Andrea here. And I am equally as excited to have our very, very special guest in the Favorite Least Favorite studio today. Legitimately... A big fan of the show. Maybe the only guest that we've ever had on who has actually listened to an episode of our show. Not only has he listened to an episode, he is a big fan of our show. Welcome to Favorite Least Favorite, Mr. January, DJ Lotto, a.k.a. L-O-T-T-O, Jason Zellers. Welcome to the show. Jason, how are you today? Fellas, I'm great, and thank you for having me. Oh, big fan, long-time listener. Oh, long-time first time. Mine. The pleasure is mine. I feel, you know what? I'm feeling good today. I think we're going to have a good show. I feel like we've got the good, uh, we had a week to rest up. We've got the comeback energy. We had the bye week last week, and now we're feeling good. Listen, look it. It's not about us, man. It is not about us. It is about our very special guest, Jason Zellers. Yes. I am so happy to have you on our show today. I'm sorry you had to sit through that. (laughs) I'm sorry you had to tolerate that. But uh, uh, I was asking Greg, what do I ask you? What are you into? And Greg told me you were a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. And the first thing he said, usually I sort of sit down and think about what I'm going to ask our guests. And for some reason, this just popped in my head. This is something that I am not particularly interested in. But I feel like it's... <laughs> but I feel like it's something we need to talk about on this show. Wait, hold on. Before I get started, the ceremonial popping of the Prosecco. Prosecco. Now we are ready to favorite, least favorite. There it is. Yeah. All right. Look at this. It is now an official episode of the show, Jason Zellers, I want to know who is your favorite NFL quarterback of all time? Of all time, I gotta say, when I saw the questions when they were first sent to me, actually both questions, and we'll see the second one. But uh, I thought both of them might be things uh, like you just said, not necessarily an interest of uh, you guys on the show. But it's not about us, right? <laughs> it's about me. I, about our guests. So I hope it wasn't tough to come up with your own answer. No, 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 no I've got a very clear cut answer, but I'm interested <laughs> to hear yours. No, just a favorite quarterback of all time. I, uh, and the whole Eagles thing. I was born in Delaware, grew up there, and in Maryland up until sixth grade. So all our local stations, Philly stations, everything. So I'm not really from Philadelphia, but from the area. Okay. Hey. Um, but yeah, been a fan. I lived in Rock Hill, South Carolina, but I cheered for the Panthers. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, looking at quarterbacks, I, uh, I guess if I want to say who's the greatest of all time, statistically, Joe Montana, as far as who I'd consider the greatest. Some might say, what about Tom Brady's stats, but I omit him. 
I, uh, I think he should be thrown out of the record books personally. Then <laughs> you know, some of it's a personal grudge. Some of it might be, you know, the, the Patriots' history of, uh, you know, skirting uh, around the rules. I get it. You know, I maybe not necessarily. We've all done it. Playing uh, in a sportsmanlike way, and by that I mean filming other players' team or other teams' practices for mm. plays and right. various things like that. Flag gate scandals. We don't have to get into that, but I, uh, I, I disregard Tom Brady. When it comes to records, oh man, I'm I'm looking at my notes, changing my answer real quick. Uh, of course, uh, he, he also um, uh, led them that team that beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That the only one I got to watch in my lifetime with the Eagles. So part of it's a personal grudge. Wait, did you go? Were you there? For no, no, oh, I was okay, at Buckhead okay. Saloon actually. Oh, nice, same thing though. Nice. Same thing. I That's saw the it on the big place screen. Best to watch the Super Bowl. You got the free bucket of peanuts. Right, right. It was, oh uh, man! But it was a rough night for me. I'm pretty sure I cried at some point when mm-hmm. I went home. You know that loss was was heartbreaking. But then afterwards, on David Letterman, Tom Brady had some, uh, you know, some disparaging remarks. Just a classless guy, in my opinion. Oh no! But again, just my opinion. Have you ever? So you say, so your answer is Joe Montana? No, it's not. I, I'm oh. saying he's the greatest uh, statistically of all time, in my opinion. I really appreciate that answer because but, I feel like we've talked about this on the show, but I feel like a lot of people give Shaquille O'Neal shit because, like, oh, all he does is stand under the rim and dunk. Well, yeah, that's all he does, <laughs> but if you look at the points accumulated, he has more points. Uh, listen, I'm not a sports guy, so don't email in, but everybody talks shit about Shaquille O'Neal's game. Like, he's a shitty center. All he does is stand under the, under the rim and dunk. Yeah, he does. Good. But he's got more. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't matter how he does it. So I really appreciate your methodology coming in statistic-wise. Well, no, I, and I guess, and I don't know about pure numbers, but as far as championships, winning in the clutch, Super Bowl MVPs, all those things. Plus, he was just known to be uh, calm under pressure. And then there's the whole John Candy story. In the middle of Super Bowl, they were down with three minutes left. <laughs> He's in the huddle. And they, they have to, he has to lead the comeback drive. You don't know about this? No, I've oh. never heard this. As big a sports manager, like, when, when you said the John Candy story, I was like, what? Go on. <laughs> so he's in the huddle, and they're, they're That's my you know, favorite quarterback. Preparing for the comeback. He looks up and he says, you know, hey, is that John Candy over there standing on the – so he's looking at the crowd. None of this phases him. So, you know, all these things make him – like I said, well, the greatest, but he's not my favorite. My favorite, and who I think raw talent-wise is the greatest, although he didn't uh, take us to a Super Bowl, would be Randall Cunningham. Mm, and I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yep. Ex- when Greg told me that you were a big Philadelphia Eagles fan, the first thing I thought of was Randall Cunningham. I'm right. like, I'm going to ask this guy who his favorite quarterback is, <laughs> and he's going to say Randall Cunningham. Well, and as far as winning games, going to NFC championships, you would think I'd say Donovan McNabb. But, again, as far as – you know, what well, one he was a quarterback when I was growing up, but raw talent wise, I think he was. Uh, you know, there's nobody like him. Can can run, pass. He even had a 91 yard punt, which is a team <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, he could punt as well. Oh my gosh! So they threw him out there to do that. Pretty much do it all. Jumped over people on many occasions. The best part about this was, uh, you know, I did a little did a little looking thing, did a little research yep, yep. before coming in. So I got to that. watch some old highlight films. <laughs> Nothing like Randall. Um, a lot of people would argue with this pick. Like I said, as far as saying most talented of all time, but you know it's not just because I'm a fan, <laughs> my opinion. But uh, on top of all that, best Tecmo Super Bowl quarterback. Oh, on that's game. so amazing! <laughs> I have I have in my notes. I was just about to say that exact same thing. I don't know why. I don't know if it was a glitch. I don't know what. But Randall Cunningham was the best Tecmo Super Bowl quarterback. Was not a glitch, sir. That that was realistic. <laughs> 
And uh, much like Bo Jackson was was the stud he was oh, man, in he real was life, so which I never found that. unrealistic either. But like, on the game, he's QB Eagles, but we all know it's, it's Randall Cunningham. Uh, they weren't allowed to use his name for licensing yes. reasons. Yes. But but Randall on Tecmo Super Bowl, nothing like it, and unstoppable, which kind of mirrors real life, guys. This is amazing that you said that because the whole time you were telling your story, I was waiting you, for you to finish so I could tell you how he was great at Tecmo Super Bowl. But you already know. He you was. Know what's up? Well, what worked out great for me when it comes to Tecmo Super Bowl, you know, again. Who's your team? Would you play? the Eagles? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, but I think anybody that, that wants to win would, would choose the Eagles because that was the same year. <laughs> Not that, Evan Etrian Thompson. That was also the uh, the best defense of all time, the 91 Eagles, uh, five Pro Bowl players. They led in every uh, defensive category when it came to yards. That year happened to be when Tecmo Super Bowl came out. So we got Randall at the prime of his career. Um. Our defense... Like I said, my opinion, greatest defense of all time. And that's backed up with statistics. I, you know, I welcome any uh, arguments from, from the fans. You know, the, the folks want to make some comments. But if you check the, the stats and, and read up on it, uh, unparalleled defense, that was on the game. So you got to be Randall and the best defense of all time, one team. And you got to take them to a Super Bowl, which they should have won that year. Mm. Randall got hurt in week one, unfortunately, in, the, in real life. This is my favorite episode <laughs> of all time. I'm so glad we got to talk about this. And I want to take this time lesson. This is not a personal soapbox. Favorite least favorite is not a personal soapbox, but I want to issue a challenge right now to Evan E. Train Thompson. I know you're listening to this show. I know you think you're great at Tecmo Bowl. I, I know last week I said that Tecmo Bowl is the greatest old school video game of all time, but I'm going to change that. I think Super Tecmo Bowl was the superior game. I think you're right. You know what? Let's Let's get down into it, Evan. I think you're riding the coattails, the coattails of Joe Montana. You're picking the best team in the game. Uh, anytime you want to go in Super Tecmo Bowl, I think I can take you. I'm going to put that Night Feeders t-shirt back on the line. Wow. E-Train, this is an open challenge if you're listening to this. Get back to me. Let me know when we can do this. You can be the Eagles. You can be whoever you want to be. But uh, but uh, I'm going to take you down. But Jason, I'm very I glad you brought that. I hate to interrupt you. No, please. But I was listening. I wish more people would interrupt. Me. I was listening to that episode, and I was gonna ask you: Were you, were you guys talking about Tecmo Bowl, the original, hmm. or Tecmo Super Bowl? Yeah, we've had a Tecmo Bowl tournament. What our friend, the first Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl? Which one did we have? No, it was Tecmo Bowl, the original. Yeah, but the original. Tecmo Super Bowl is the best. Is the best game. But I in do, my opinion, of all time. No, no, no. It's, it's you're speaking facts. But I do oh. disagree with you about who the best quarterback on Super Tecmo Bowl is, Tecmo Super Bowl is, I don't think it's Ronald Cunningham, I think it is M. Monzetta for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I think he, uh, if, you, if you were to look at the numbers, or of his 1995 season that was played in my room at the University of South Carolina when I took my team to the Super Bowl using quarterback M. Monzetta, I think everyone would agree that he was the best quarterback in Super Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl. All right. Well, Who's yours? Do you have a Well, favorite? yeah, I'm a huge football guy. <laughs> there really is an M. Monzetta on the game, though? No, no. no There's a custom you player. You can make custom your own. Player. In 95, they already had the custom versions? I'm thinking of the Super Nintendo version. Oh. The Super oh. Nintendo. But wait, wait, wait. I think in the original Nintendo version, I think you could, too. I might be wrong. No, you couldn't You couldn't change okay. those, but I know new versions came out. Okay. But I thought yeah. there just happened to be. No. <laughs> right, so that would have been my dream scenario if there's a Jay Zellers on Tecmo <laughs> Super Bowl. We always had that. I, was, I, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but when I was a little kid, we used to play. I used to be a big baseball fan. We used to play baseball in our cul-de-sac. And so I had a friend, and his last name was McGuire. And he would always mm. come out with a McGuire jersey. But my last name is Monzetta. Nobody's got. I don't have a. I can't no. wear a Monzetta jersey. Nope. Yeah, sure I've never, never seen a Zellers. Ginobili. Either. Yeah, I know. I missed out on that. 
Yeah, so back to my favorite yeah. quarterback. Uh, Wait, did you say a favorite quarterback? No, I'm going to go after Greg. Oh, I thought okay. you did. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I'm going to go Cam Newton. All right. I'm Why? kidding. I'm kidding. He's yeah. terrible. Uh, I'm going to side with Jason on this one and go uh, Joe Montana. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say Randall Cunningham. Now you yeah, have me I all excited. I think because I grew up with him when he was great. <clears throat> I, I mean, I watched football when I was younger, but, I mean, he was always everywhere, and I think. I just liked him. He seemed like an, a wholesome guy. <laughs> Have you seen his calves? Amazing calves. Sure. Thanks to Skechers lifts. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, that's all I have to say about quarterbacks. So, so <laughs> it's been a while since you've had an, a quarterback opinion, is what yeah, you're pretty much. I know I don't like Cam Newton mostly from childhood, but, except not liking Cam. Yeah. Newton. I got a lot to say about Cam Newton. I feel like Cam Newton is. I've heard him called. Uh, I've heard him called the the first millennial quarterback. And I, I get that. I totally I get, that. get that. And yeah. there was an article, uh, there's a website, I think it's called Deadspin. They did uh, a huge article on the Panthers and why Charlotte is an awful city, which I get. I don't agree. I love this <laughs> No, I mean, the city is great, but they he ripped the Panthers apart, which is really... i got to send you a link to the article. It's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, please do. I mean, I'd like to read it. Look at all Cam's social media stuff. You can't even read it. I'm a fan. It's, I'm a follower. But I hear, there's so an app. I hear there's an app that you can get now to make your type look like uh, Cam Newton's type. You mean like somebody vomited on your phone? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I've always had a grudge against the Panthers, too. I, think. I just don't oh, like gosh, them. Gosh, listen the, to you. Where's our local support? Where's our home? Yeah, we support. brought this up. They're a melting pot team. Nobody really likes the Panthers except, like, Turbo. This From is the, the team. <laughs> I speak of Turbo. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, my gosh. Here. My special guest has a very amazing shirt. The G-Man and Turbo. we got to get a picture of this. Yeah, we you will. probably didn't know this is G-Man's second uh, show that he's uh, yeah. ever been Wait, starred. really? Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Do you have a previous uh, podcast I do. that I don't know about? G-Man, uh, G- uh, Turbo and I, we had a summer tour in 2009 where we guest bartended all around I Charlotte. remember that. I do remember that. It was yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We served the best beers. He <laughs> served better beers than anyone else? Yeah. What made your guys' beers so special? Love? Yeah. All right. Yep. I think Cam Newton, I, listen, I don't want to talk shit. I love Cam Newton as a guy. I think he's a fun guy. I've stood next to Cam Newton in an elevator, and from my personal perception, the man is seven foot four. And he's got, he's, like, he's, a, he's a specimen. I have never seen anybody as physically gifted as Cam Newton. But having said that, I feel like, I don't want to talk ill of the man because I love the Panthers and I love the team, I love the hometown, but. I feel like for being such a phenomenon, he's not that great. No. Is that a controversial no, statement? No, I don't think it's. He's a, a phenomenon. He is an amazing specimen of a human, and apparently he is, on paper, the best quarterback of all time. But he's just <laughs> not. I don't know anything about football, so please don't email <laughs> me and tell me that I'm wrong. But I just feel like he is. He's got all the tools, but he's not performing. This yeah. is from a non-sports fan's perspective, so. I apologize if I'm wrong, but I, I can't choose Cam Newton, although so I love who's your the guy. Favorite, then? I love the team. Well, I've got I've got a list. I know you like to knock on my lists. I've got Kerry Collins here, the original quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, but only because he was uh, on Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> All my sports knowledge comes from <laughs> their Tecmo Super Bowl rankings. I've got Joe Montana because he was he had a great game called Joe Montana Sports Talk Football on the Sega Genesis, and it would mm-hmm. go, "Welcome to Joe Montana Football." Yep, I but it would that. legitimately say that. And then Michael Vick was good at uh, on video games too, but gosh, I have to say my favorite my favorite quarterback of all time. I got to go Tom Brady. I got to go Tom Brady only because I think Tom Brady 
is a cool guy that I'd like to hang out with. Like, I'd like to go to a bar. I've always had this long-standing thing where, like, if there was one celebrity that you could go to a bar with and have a beer with just to see how the rest of the bar interacts, uh, I think Tom Brady would be that pick because I I would love to see people just lose their minds if I was hanging out with Tom Brady. And I'd like to see people like, what is Tom Brady talking to Mike about? I wrote a Tom Brady But that's more about wanting to hang out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Listen, I'm not a sports guy. Whereas Jason brought the statistics to it, you're bringing just like, oh, who you want to have a beer? And you can't deny, like I said, most Super Bowl wins, most Super Bowl MVPs, MVPs, I looked all this up. But like I said, you almost have to throw some of that out given the the controversy. And of course, like I said, Anybody that would break my heart in that Super Bowl like that and then rub it in the next day. Yeah. My, I, I feel like I want you to change your answer. I know. I'd like I to know, hear. And gosh. I see the list is long. I'm going Tom Brady. And I would say if. Oh gosh, how do I phrase this? I, no, never mind. I'm going to say Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, that's my answer. I'm surprised no one said Brett Favre. It's a popular choice. Yeah. It is, you know, the, the, the every man's quarterback. You know, the gunslinger. I don't like the every man. I love his I, Levi's I commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, fantastic. Like, oh man, no, he's everything about him. He doesn't. Uh, you're thinking of Diesel jeans. He does Diesel jeans. Not Levi's. No, no, no. Oh. He's, Either he's, way, he's Diesel. Yep, Diesel All jeans. Right. Well, didn't realize. I'm that. a piece of shit. Sorry, <laughs> Diesel jeans. All right, so now we're gonna move to least favorites, Mike, and. I initially approached Jason with this, and he wanted me to change it, so I had to. But it was going to be least favorite Beastie Boys album. Oh, yeah. Just didn't have the knowledge. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And then you changed it, and now I really don't have the knowledge. But I did a lot of research. (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of research. I like how accommodating you are. Yeah, it's uh, least favorite Snoop Dogg album. (laughs) Wait, is there more than one? There's a lot, Mike. All right, okay. Uh, I, I, I went back... I didn't do anything past uh, 2000, so nothing too current, all the older ones, but uh, I would like to know yours. So with, with Snoop, you know, it's, it's a long history. Very long. Right. <laughs> See, I didn't know this. I did not know this. Oh, yeah. It's from, I from one album. Well, The Chronic was in 92. You were in the Dr. Dre album, The Chronic, okay. but basically mm-hmm. a showcase for Snoop Dogg. When did Doggy Style come out? 91? 93. 93. Yeah. So yep. Chronic was yep. the first one kind of introduced everybody to the whole death row uh, mm-hmm. crew there. But... Um, so <laughs> from He's 92. laughing at Jason's white delivery of the word crew. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of death row history with him, which Well it goes for yeah, from ninety two basically to today, and I didn't even realize that. There's some stuff recently. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so you start with the death row years and you got the chronic uh doggy style, which is my personal favorite album of all, all time. He's not my favorite rapper, right? But that I think that's the best start to finish album. Listen to the whole thing. Don't know if you guys are big fans, doggy style. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you that 100%. Everybody, everybody. Put them on the in map. my opinion. If I was to ask you. I had you, the tape in my old, uh, yeah, my, my 88 Honda. Yeah, I had it in my Sentra. And I could listen to the whole Sentra. thing on a long trip, yeah. start to finish. I think we would have been friends in high school. Oh, yeah. I think probably. If we were in high school probably together, would, I think we would have been friends. These are your type of. Yeah, type absolutely. Of um, Me and you would be playing Tecmo Bowl, listening to Snoop Dogg. Tecmo Bowl and Snoop. Yeah. Can't beat it. But yeah, there was Doggy Style and then Murder Was a Case. Uh, came out so Murder just, Was the Case was good yeah that was great good. album um, you know soundtrack not necessarily his album but consider that but uh, so then after that was uh, the long awaited second album The mm-hmm. Dog Father yeah yep. that was good too I remember going to Media Play <laughs> to pick that up when it came out for your younger <laughs> yeah, listeners right. that was a Best Buy type store 
Um, but all the new CD releases, we'd go to Media Play in the university and go get it. So uh, went and got that at Midnight Madness Ooh. when it came out. Showed up at midnight to get the Dogfather CD. Brought it home. Some people were disappointed. I loved it. You know, I mean, it's not going to be doggy style, but I thought it was great. But uh, so, yeah, was a fan the whole time. You know, I thought uh, Snoop was a big part of all of our high school and college. Absolutely. Right. You know, just as a personality, all the uh, he's a, he's various a sayings. He's a cultural icon. Right. Right, and you know, off that chronic album, my wife still uses the uh, expression "D's nuts" today. <laughs> one of my favorite jokes. It's one of my right, favorite right. jokes. Yeah. That has right. stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. It was actually Warren G on that song saying "D's nuts," but you know, right. it was that when you were a kid group. and you heard that, that was the funniest. When you're a 13 year old boy and you hear that, <laughs> there's nothing. Funny you could get somebody to say "who" and then hit them with the "D's nuts." <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like that. There's That's nothing melodic, but, man. Yeah, yeah, right. You saw. Well, it. if you didn't do it right, you know, you couldn't really stick it to them. But, but yeah, and there were various ways to get them to say it. But yeah, that is, uh, and, and everything else they said at the time, you know, is just a part of our culture. But so that Dogfather album's last album with Death Row. He leaves Death Row, goes to No Limit. Do you guys remember? Oh, no, yeah, I remember. No I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So they were Master huge. Master P. Master P. Yep. Make them yeah. say, uh, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I feel like they put out an album a week. Yeah. With various people you never heard of. Various airbrushed covers. I was just about to say that the covers <laughs> were ridiculous. And we were, yeah. we didn't, nobody that I knew really liked the music, but we were obsessed with what they did. Like we'd go see, hey, look at all these new albums out by No Limit. Mm-hmm. Look at these covers, these crazy uh, covers. And the, the cases were diamonds. Like, and everything and dollar signs. A lot of jewels and uh, a lot of flashy Cookouts. stuff. I think that was them just Booties. having fun. All right, and just... Uh, just throwing so much product out there right. and it got so very well known with some hits too but anyway Snoop went over to No Limit get away from Death Row and that first album was called The uh, The Game Is To Be Sold Not To Be Told I remember that one have it in my notes yeah yeah right 1998 right. and, and that one in my opinion uh, it fell a little flat there That's, uh, right. Snoop didn't mix with the No Limit style <laughs> <laughs> they tried to put those beats with his uh his style, a lot, a lot of songs on there. Um, I couldn't defend as much as I tried to, you know, as a big time <laughs> fan. You're playing this album. Um, I do remember. I that think one. there's one on the whole thing that mm-hmm. I actually liked. Still a G thing, but the rest of it, I was hoping we could kind of forget. And yeah. So that would definitely have to be my least favorite Snoop Dogg album. That's the uh, that's, that's the one I went with. I was toying. You had the same one. Same one. I and I going, agree with the premise, you know, because right. the game is to be sold. It is. Not to be told. But <laughs> so you're saying the idea is sound. I love the idea. You're saying sound, the idea is very sound. sound. So when it, reg- when it gets right down to it, the game needs to be sold. But he's, yeah. it's not the, it's the. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, well, that puts a hold. Okay, yeah, well, then I take it back. But then I also was uh, not a fan of the East Siders in 2000. You didn't like the East Siders. <laughs> so now we have an argument to have here. I, I, I was actually going to throw that in. <laughs> As part of the comeback after Games See, to Be Sold Not to Be Told, why... because I feel like he hit his stride afterwards and went back to huh. his old stuff. Right, Didn't well, like the East Siders. Maybe got what was what was uh, maybe a month's listen, and then I was like, I'll probably never really revisit this. Oh, I was a huge fan. Lo- I was senior year of high school. Oh no, I was in college. It was two thousand. Uh, yeah, college. So I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> It is. I don't know. It never, it never resonated and sat with me. Really, like, yeah. really. Kind of. I mean, it was also coming after the, the game is to be sold. So you already had a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever feel like the game is too? Okay. So I'm, I think we're unanimous. That's my answer as well. That was yours too. But did you ever feel like, um, 
uh, Doggy Style was sort of a extension of The Chronic. I feel like it was kind of the same album, but like, much, like, a, like, a, like a spiritual sequel, maybe. <laughs> How much was, was Dre involved with Doggy Style, with producing it all? Yeah, he produced yeah. it all. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. all over it, but it had, the same, it had the same sound, it had the same sort of tone, the same pacing. It sounded like the exact same album, except now Snoop Dogg is sort of the star, mm-hmm. as opposed to Dr. Dre. I've always said that... I've always said that uh, uh, the Chronic was like because uh, this came out around the same time as Nevermind and I always said that The Chronic was like the hip hop Nevermind because it ah, changed it yeah. completely changed the landscape of hip hop just like Nevermind changed the landscape of metal but um, I feel like Snoop Dogg I feel like Doggy Style was a continuation of that but uh, as the years went on and I'm glad you brought up I totally forgot about uh, Natural Born Killers what was the, na- what was the name of the uh, Murder Was the Case Murder Was the Case yeah, right, yeah. right right I'm I other than a natural bone killer. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's a great great yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on my gym mix. That was on my junior year gym mix. Go was, down uh, in the, I used to go down in the weight room and put on my. Uh, used to put one thirty five on the bench and toss that up to. Uh, <laughs> Am I other than a natural born killer? And I was like, Will, pass me them twenty fives, and I would curl that shit. <laughs> Unbelievable that. how aggressively violent that song was. That's too. really awful. And we all like, loved it. And I guess all that stuff. But you know, was, there was a, that was I'm the entrance music it. for uh, New Jack in ECW. No, I didn't know that. What was his? What was it that song? Yeah, oh, it was nice. awesome. I'll have to show you the video. Yeah, you, that, now, now was that at the LA YMCA? No, this was at the no, this Fort, Fort Mill High. Yeah, yeah. Fort Mill. Fort Mill High Gymnasium. I was in there in my in my bum equipment T-shirt. I was like, Will, pass me, pass me them. It's time to military press. Pass me them twenty five. I don't know why I had the Mr. T. Voice. I didn't like the East Siders album cover. Yeah, you know what? There's just like the three faces. The cover three. It's very uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony ish. Because yeah, they were maybe so, maybe there so. Was, there were some great songs on that album, man. We might have to revisit this. I, I mean, I'm we'll not have saying like no. a, you know, listening party here and just. <laughs> <laughs> I can point out some of the finer points yeah. of this to you because I like some of those as much as any of the early stuff. But yeah, well, yeah that was. Uh, and I liked it all. I mean, I wasn't, you know, I, I know you guys have discussed East versus West before. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's a very right. hot topic on this show. <laughs> very hot topic. On and this I show. loved your description of flow versus feeling. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that wasn't absolutely. mine. I can't take credit for that, but I thought that was the best way to put it. Right. Because I, I consider I consider Biggie the best. You straight me as Oh, my you do. Opinion. I was just going to say you straight me as a big West Coast guy. I was. I was yeah, a huge okay. fan, but I, I kind of liked it all. All right. And I, I kind of leaned towards the West stuff. I loved uh, Too Short. I know oh, he was. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. He's a little days, less popular. He, 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 had a, get... he had a song called. What was the song called? Uh, oh God. Cocktails was my favorite album. That was a good one. Yeah, great yeah. album. The whole thing. But. All right, Jason. Now we're going to give you the the reins, as they say. <laughs> we're physically you're... handing him reins. Yes. We have favorite, least favorite reins. Um, so. And as part of the show research, guys, I I, yeah. I took a look, and this has nothing to do with the questions. But <laughs> no, I, you're just going to tell us about like, <laughs> what street we live on? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I took a look at uh, Night Feeders. Watch the, yes, watch the film. Yes, yes. You know, uh, I'm sure you know this, but it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you have Prime, you can just stream it. Brag. Yeah, right away. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I, I thought was great, but... Um, <laughs> this is the always, there's always the but. No, no, so I'm watching watching the movie, and I did have a couple questions about the film. That's why I'm here. Listen, I know you guys have discussed it before. I'm going to get to it. Let's get down to it. And, you know, I I thought, (laughs) given a different budget, that story really plays differently. You know what I mean with the the effects and stuff. And I'm being serious. This isn't just, you know, because I'm on your show. (laughs) But I I did want to ask you, I noticed uh, your character, Andy. Yep. When, when, When the shit goes down and people are dying... No sympathy from this guy. 
That's right. He that's is ready right. to keep it moving yeah. right. and survive. And that's and right. that's just an observation. But my but I guess what I wanted to ask you, you seem to play that very naturally. <laughs> so yeah, it makes me wonder: is that how you see yourself? If that situation, just say right now, say say a bunch of uh, mm-hmm. aliens kill G-Man and Andrea. Me and you are in the room. I'm mourning my wife here, right? But you're going to look at me and yell, you know, we've got to get out of here. There's no time for her. She's dead. It's the way you said it to the old man, which I found heartless. This is just my opinion. But you played heartless to a T because Andy could have cared less about this man's very long relationship. These were old people. They've probably been married 40 years. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm I in the mountains of North Carolina. It's just been the two of them. Yep. There's no one else up <laughs> there. Amazing. He loses his best friend and soulmate. Yep. yep. Only concern from Andy, played by Mike Baby. You, are you called Mike Baby? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Played, played by Mike Baby. Only concern getting out of there. Can we have your car? <laughs> Can we get out of this situation? And, you know, I just want to know if, if that, oh, I, I guess crazy. you're more of a survivalist. This is amazing. This and is and amazing. and there's no time for emotion. We've got to get out of here. Is that how you see this going down? Have yes. You, if it happened in studio today. Yes. First of all, if you're, uh, this is my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> this is great. Listen, if you're gonna come on this show, do your research. Speak to me like an equal. If you come on my show, this is great. This is amazing. The answer to your question is that was in acting they call it a choice so that was a choice i i said like this one i'm gonna do like i have no sympathy for anyone else except for myself i want to get out of here we did two before the one that ended up on the film that were very different we did one where i was very sympathetic to the guy we did one where i was somewhat sympathetic to the guy no other takes yep and we did one where i was very unsympathetic to the guy and i had no idea what the director was going to put in so it wasn't like a through and through i didn't decide that andy was going to be a dickhead I just did it three different ways. And I wouldn't say dickhead, and that was mind you. I, I think he was oh, a realist. Let me ask a you realist this. is okay. what I'd say. Wait, so your question was, is that how it would go down if this happened to this room? Right. Let me ask you this. Is that how you'd want it to go down? Would you want me to, <laughs> would you want me to toss Andrea out to the, uh, to the night feeders I, so you and I could get away in the car? I've got to be honest. It, it might be most prudent <laughs> for you to tell. Hey, okay, my wife She's has the bat the in her hand. Right <laughs> Here's the answer. I would want to stay. Okay, okay. I would want to hold a full ceremony as we're being destroyed by these monsters because I'm going to honor her life. But I'm what's the most practical? Yes, get me out of there. You get me to the car. Guy, like yeah. What if yeah. we're but doing what, the show? The, my, my input here is I'm, I'm too dead on the floor. Yeah, yeah everyone's okay. dead. Everyone's dead. Cause, uh, and I guess in the show, no, there you were would be the guy. Greg would be the guy that would be like, shut up, dog. <laughs> hey, y'all ain't trying my mom's stew. <laughs> Chili. It was chili. I, right. it was Greg chili. would be the hero. If this was a if Night Feeders was cast with the people who are in this room, Greg would be the hero, and I would be. Mm. Well, like if, when I watch The Walking Dead, people are like, "Oh, I can't kill him. He's a zombie. It was my fucking no, kill it." I Again. totally agree. Oh, I one hundred percent agree. That's if you a get bit, I'm putting trip. a bullet in your head. Yep, no question. So if Fran becomes a zombie, you kill him immediately. If, no question. If, no question. If you as soon were as bit, possible. By a zombie, you wouldn't last five seconds. Yep, me. I'm like, dead immediately. Oh. You're not even going to wait to see if it nope. takes, because I might be immune. Yeah, it might be. Like that uh, Will not. Smith movie, he had an immunity well, to Will the Smith's zombies. Well, Will Smith's terrible. But <laughs> you, you, you have strong opinions about Will Smith? <laughs> the thing about him is his parents don't understand him. 
But thank you, thank you. That was terrible. How can you not like what he's Thank you, thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. That was terrible. Listen, I don't pitch this as a comedy podcast. I'm no award-winning comedian, but God damn it, I'm having fun today. This is great. All right, thank back you. on track, Jason. Thank you. When you guys were first creating the podcast, yep. all, all that was out was the name. Yeah. And yeah. there was, you know, a lot of talk about what it might be. And at the same time, you know, uh, uh, Fritz and, and Mike were going to have their own thing. Yes. I um, love those guys, yeah. Right. And so we were we were all talking about it because they were talking about their thing. They were talking about, about yours. But at the time... Have it they was, started theirs? No, I don't okay. think it ever... Oh, ever man. Listen, if you're, if, uh, I don't know if they're fans. If, I'm, if you guys are listening, start it up, man. I love you guys. I would love to hear a podcast from you guys. Right, I agree. Yeah, definitely do it. They make that happen. But at the time, we were kind of speculating on what the format was going to be just based off the title, favorite, least favorite. Yeah. So what it was thought during that conversation, me and Fritz were talking, and we thought it was going to be what's your favorite of your least favorite. So you take your least favorite of something, what's your favorite of it. And we can do vice versa, which those will be my questions, but... That's not bad. I like that. that that's honestly what we Fritz, thought. if you guys want to do that, yeah, do that. Well, no, that's what we thought you guys were going to do. So, and, and that example from that day was, he was like, say, what's your least favorite genre of music? Mm-hmm. Then what's your favorite song from that genre of music? Right. So, the favorite, cool. favorite song that's from your least it. favorite genre of music that? is your question. Yeah, you can have <laughs> is it. Is it too late for us to copyright so that? I'll give you an example. So, your question is our favorite song from our least favorite genre. Right. Okay. Wow. So, like, Andrea's least favorite genre is heavy metal. Doesn't care for the heavy metal and the rock. And you fa- guys, you married her? <laughs> Shocking, <Kidding>. right? <laughs> her favorite song from heavy metal is, is Inner Sandman. She, she actually oh, yeah, that's she a loves great that song. And a lot, that's yeah, a right? great answer. So, so that's an example for you. All right. But, yeah, what's your, your least favorite genre, but your favorite song Mike, from you that answer first. Oh, man, we should have went that route for our show. That's genius. <laughs> well, that's genius. That's the good oh, wait, thing. So are we doing music? Are we doing music? So Mike, what's your uh, least, what's your favorite song from your least favorite genre of music? No question, no question. This is I had no idea what Jason was gonna ask me, and this is right off the brain. My least favorite genre of music is pop. My favorite pop song is Call Me Maybe. No question. Oh. I love Call Me Maybe. I love Call it's Me not Maybe. Bad. I'm not being ironic. I'm not being funny. Right. Call Me Maybe. I would say I would I would say that Call Me Maybe might be the greatest pop song of all time. Wow. And every time it comes on, I turn it up. And I have it on my iPhone right now. I believe it. I have it on multiple playlists. Call me maybe. I say that shamelessly. I, uh, shamelessly. Extremely catchy. Absolutely. And no one can deny. Wonderfully, it's extremely catchy, but wonderfully crafted. I watch, I actually, I despise country music. Hate it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's the worst. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Country music sucks shit. <laughs> but my favorite country song is Kenny Chesney, Anything But Mine. I love that song Never so much. Kenny Chesney, Anything But Mine. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. I did go to a country concert the other night, and I was very confused by what was happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nelly opened. Florida Georgia Line? Yes, I went to go see Florida Georgia Line. We saw Line. him in Asheville, same thing, huh. the, the duo. It is confusing. Why was and Nelly there? He was opening. He, they're friends. They have something. a song together. And they have a song together, but Nelly was great. Like, was, uh, like Tim. Like Tim, uh, Tim McGraw? Yeah. Mm. Over and over again. Yeah, yeah, they have. Uh, yeah. So when was this? This is on Tuesday. No. They're still doing the no Thursday. The combined last, tour. last week. Yeah, um, it was several years ago for us. But, but yeah, it was. Uh, Nelly was awesome. I had really great seats, like almost front. Uh, Where was this? The big amphitheater pavilion. Okay. All the way by the school. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, my friend Dave, Dave Hanson. Thanks for oh, the hookup. Okay. He's their guitar tech, and oh. he was in town, and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna come to the show." Nice. So I went, uh, 
And then Florida Georgia Line came out, and the people are losing their shit. And it's just two dudes, <laughs> like, and they sing a lot. And the first four songs, they didn't play any instruments. And I was like, well, what? <laughs> Why do they have a guitar tech? Well, they have a backup band. Oh, okay. The backup band was great. Uh, but then <laughs> that's they came, why I, I go for the backup band. But then they came out with like acoustic guitars and did some singing. But I don't think they're really they're like pop country. I think that might be. Yeah. Yeah, it's they're, weird. They're dividing them up now: pop country and between, out, yeah. outlaw Georgia, between country. the Georgia Florida line, yeah. <laughs> right on the line. It's got uh, your pop and your outlaw. We're having yeah. fun. They're, today. They're, that they're, was a joke. They're, we're they're, telling they're, jokes today. That was very. They're, they're doing a great job. I mean, they. Uh, I think they, they, they sold out <laughs> the old Camp Whiskey because they had like a huge backdrop with the logo on it. And it was Fireball out, when we went. And they brought out the bottles like, man, we love drinking old Camp Whiskey. <laughs> it's kind of like they us. Did sh- yeah, it's they just did like a shot us. of Fireball so, when we went. And then they I, talked about their favorite Snoop Dogg album. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was, it was like I only stayed probably for about half an hour of their set just because it was 30,000 people. I didn't want to sit in traffic. But that being said, country is my least favorite. But my favorite country song is wagon wheel that's a good one nikki wolf are you listening <laughs> nikki wolf which, which wagon wheel though the original or the uh the old the darius rucker there i was gonna say zach brown band singing it i'm not sure they do one do they they do do yeah. they really yeah zach brown band that's, that's how, how i first how heard little it. i know of country then I don't, I don't even who does the original I, I, I thought it was Old Crow show. Medicine yeah, Show. It is Old Crow Medicine Show, right? That's right. That's but right. I do like the Zach Do you not listen to bro. our back episodes? I try we not covered to listen this. to this at oh, all. Come on. This is, this is a very successful <laughs> podcast. Uh, we got 100 listeners to our live. Speaking lives. of Darius Rucker, I know Mike maybe loves him. Huge He fan. was just in town. Yep, I saw that. Do you know where Did you're you playing? go? It's the, called the Tea Party. The Tea Party. The Tea Party. For the golf PGA Quail Hollow Masters or whatever. I would love to see Darius Rucker. You didn't get to go to that? No. I've never seen Darius Rucker in concert. It's for as big of a fan as of of his as I am. I've never seen him. Yeah, Wagon Wheel. I love it. I think it's great. It's it's just a good sing-along song. Johnson City. (laughs) I've actually been at Johnson (laughs) City at a club when they play that and they go nuts, don't they? They go nuts here. They play it at Conley's. Everybody loses their mind. And then they play Take Me Home Country Roads. Downtown Sarah Brown. It has a special feeling when you're actually in Johnson City. You've got to try it out that part. I'd like to go to a city. I'd like to be in a city where what is it? What is a? I've never been in a city at a concert where a song where a song mentioned that city. So you've never seen Billy Joel perform New York State of Mind no, in New gosh, York? I can't imagine. No, it's the whole the whole song is about New York. It's not even a yeah. mention. He just yeah. sings a whole song about like nobody's singing a song about Beaumont, Texas. <laughs> nobody's gonna like throw it out about Rock Hill, South Carolina. Jason, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to write a song about Rock Hill, South Carolina. Because mm. Huey Lewis did like the heart of rock and roll. Is in Cleveland, right? Yeah. You should well, do a parody of the heart of Rock Hill. That's not bad. That's mm. not a bad idea. What would you sing about Rock Hill? They've got a good Hooters. Yeah. They've got... Uh, How long did you live in Rock Hill? Two years. Two years. <laughs> two years Rock Hill... As an adult or an adult, high school? I was, I was well in my 30s. Well into my 30s. <laughs> right. I said, yeah, I so well. that was your choice. <laughs> yes, yes. It was my choice. It was my choice. I, I but I hear the, dis, the, the, <laughs> the disdain the, uh, in my... In disdain. My, I feel like it was like a like a family thing. No, that you no, had no control no, over, but decided, you did it. I did. I did. It's my fault. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. Now, how old were you when you moved to LA? Oh, gosh. 27? 
I think 27, same same age. That was from Texas. Well, that was in the same age. No, that was from here. Yeah, from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the same age that Kurt Cobain was when he uh, when he died. So I feel like, well, we had similar levels of genius. Everything. So I feel like beyond right, that is a bonus. Right. right. He Which did never mind. I did Night Feeders. I don't really see the difference between the two artistically. So I felt like this was going to be this was my time. Well, there were commercials Turns out it wasn't. as well, and there was the. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, again the, no. Uh, no bullshit. I enjoyed the YMCA story about Mike Tyson. Oh, thank I you. didn't know thank if there you. were any other celebrity stories. I think Jason has a little bit of a man crush. From yeah, that hey, YMCA. listen, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> charming. I'm delightful. I'm very good looking. <laughs> Andrew, you better. Gosh, I can't think of any off the top of my head except for, I. Oh gosh, I, I yeah, I can think of two. I think of two. I can think of three. I can think of three. I don't know what I, we've got to be going long, but I can think mm-hmm. of three. Uh, and I think I've told we'll them all. It down. I think yeah, I've, I think I've told them all on the show. Uh, one is I was talking shit about Nick Cannon and the sauna to Nick Cannon. <laughs> I didn't know it was him. So you're in the and, sauna uh, with yep, Nick Cannon. Yeah, I'm in the sauna with Nick Cannon, and he says to me, "Now, did that blow your mind? Just being out there and..." and- yeah. Oh, every day, every day, okay. every day. But if you can imagine, like, like having something in your head that you never thought was possible, and then you're doing it, like every day, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm in Hollywood trying to be an actor. But um, yeah, so I was in the sauna. I used to work at the Hollywood YMCA, and I was in the sauna uh, with Nick Cannon. He was asking me who I was, where I was from, and and it was, yeah, it's like, have you seen any famous people here? And I'm like, oh yeah, I see famous people all the time. He goes, have you seen Nick Cannon? I was like, no, I've never never seen him. And he goes, what do you think of that guy? I'm like, oh, he's a shithead. Fuck that guy. And he's like, all right. So then I left, and somebody came out after me. He goes, do you know who that was? It's like, no. He goes, that was Nick Cannon. <laughs> he tricked you into saying he something did. Yeah, he got me. He got That's me. That's kind of strange. He got me. And so then, story number two. All my stories are sauna-based. I don't know if Spent a lot of time in that sauna. <laughs> so story number two is one time I was in there with one of the Mighty Ducks, who I don't know who it was, but he was just like a child actor. And he found out. We were sitting in the sauna just chatting, and he found out that I was a that I was an actor. He's like, oh, god damn. Don't let this city chew you up and spit you out like it did to me. I was a mighty duck. <laughs> and that was it. That was the whole story. Who was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of the mighty ducks. He was just very bitter. He had like a rough time. Like a very hard time. And then my story number three is also from the Hollywood YMCA sauna where I was given... Thank you. <laughs> our, our guest audience is, uh, is uh, laughing. But so my third story is I was given a pair of neon green Crocs from the screenwriter of the film Swim Fan in the Hollywood sauna. Uh, he was just kind of, I guess, looking at my feet, and he goes, uh, so, hey, man, what's, what size shoe are you? <laughs> I was like, I'm about 10. And he goes, would you like a pair of Crocs? Like, oh, I'd love so. <laughs> and listen, if you're listening to this, and you think that's a random-ass story, how do you fucking think I felt? That's in exactly Hollywood, it rains Crocs. It apparently, that's a, that's exactly what it was. They're there for the taking. And I still have, I still have those Crocs to this day. So I was given a pair of Crocs uh, by the screenwriter of the film. Right. So there you go. Quick question for you, by the way. <laughs> yes, me. And I'm sorry to, to keep diverging from no, no, the questions no. here, but I could have swore I heard you mentioning a future guest might be someone that was involved when you did the stand-up. I did. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it can't be who yeah. I'm thinking. Not Beth Stone. Okay. That's no. Although, if you're listening, Beth Stone, we would love to have you. <laughs> yeah. You can wear whatever t-shirt you want. I thought about having uh, Blair. She which was which the, one was She it? was like the announcer lady. She did like an opening act. Uh, but she was one of the regulars. Like She was one of the hosts. 
So, Jason, your favorite song from your least favorite right. genre? And I took it a little bit different, but country was also mine. Right. But I thought of, I, I kind of separated them, outlaw country and pop country, or old country, new mm-hmm. country. But, uh, yeah, I always uh, enjoyed the Dixie Chicks, Cold Day in oh. uh, July. God damn, you know what? I don't Do hate, you know the song? I know I don't know that song, but I don't hate Wide Open Spaces. I don't hate that song. And, and, I don't and hate it. It's hard to hate anything to do, but I... <laughs> right. I, I actually enjoyed that song. What song so is it? I'm gonna make I it actually out. went out of my way to download it. This was when you could <laughs> this was when you could first copy the C D and stuff mm-hmm. that, you know back in the uh, Wait, what song is it? Uh, Cold Day in July. Yeah, Dixie Chicks. Especially embarrassing for me at the time because Go back on. when that came out, I was uh, pretty much exclusively the music we've been talking about, you know, the gangster rap or R and B or Motown, stuff like that. Nowadays, when you're a little older, you listen to everything. I mean, at least I do. I don't know about you guys, but no, I just listen to uh, <laughs> 80s uh, power balance. No, I just listen to the, <laughs> co- the Cobra soundtrack, the Rocky Four soundtrack. <laughs> but to me, that song, you know, if, if I'm alone in the car, <laughs> it's getting turned up very go loud. On, go on, I'm singing. I mean, I, I was always and worried so then, somebody. So then, what it. happens? <laughs> I had it on a CD labeled something else. You know, I would, uh, had it's it right, hidden in the hit collection, it. stashed. But that's a, that's a great song. And then uh, later in life. Uh, my favorite became the band Perry. Mm. Uh, you lie. Wow. Even more embarrassing. Even Andrea doesn't like it. Mm. Great song. Man. Download it. Check it out. But I feel like favorite favorite is a catharsis. Like people just sort of air their <laughs> air their grievances, inner, inner feelings. That's a good. Yep. Gonna, and an honorable mention goes to Homegrown by Zach Brown Band. I uh, really like that. Played a lot on our when it's late night. Uh, we're sitting around drinking and stuff. But mm-hmm. that's the, that's a good one. I like Zach Brown, man. That's a good pen. I never did like him that much, but that song's awesome. Yeah. Homegrown. So what's uh, the least favorite favorites? <laughs> the least favorite of your favorites. So turn it around for G-Man. Um, so we went... What are we doing? Least so favorite type of food. Oh, my God. Least favorite place to get that food. So I'll give you another example. Okay, so like my least favorite wow. place to get my favorite dish. Right. That's a great question. So to give you an example, I'm going to use my wife again. Uh, <laughs> she Her yeah. favorite food is pizza, as I'm sure you know G-Man is. Loves the pizza. Loves it. Um, but her least favorite place to get pizza would be CC's Pizza. Uh, what garbage. Is it's garbage. They're so accommodating. Every time I you disagree Every with time your you opinion can... and hers. I love a good buffet in yeah. any form. Welcome but to CC's. Sure. And yeah. the greeting. That is nice. But she does not care for the CC's, even though... Historically, she's never met a pizza she doesn't like, but she doesn't care for the CCs. Mm-mm. Can I tell you my favorite buffet story? I have a quick buffet story. Is <laughs> from an episode from The Simpsons where Homer and uh, uh, what's his boss name? What's Mr. his Mr. Burns? Yeah, Homer yeah, and Mr. Burns. Montgomery Burns. Yeah, Homer and Mr. Burns went to a pizza buffet, or they went to a buffet, and uh, he goes, <laughs> he was trying to grab the food, and he goes. What is this force field? He couldn't get it. And Homer goes, oh, that's just a sneeze guard. You have to lean under it to get food or to sneeze on stuff. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Uh, My favorite... I'm having fun today, man. This is a good show. uh, My favorite dish would be a steak. Yeah. I love a good piece of meat. Uh, Medium rare. With a side of mashed potatoes. And some broccoli. Uh, I think my least favorite place to get said dish would be probably um, Morton's Steakhouse. <laughs> That's a great restaurant. Wow. wow. That's a great restaurant. Why? Did you understand the... Yeah, I understood the question. Okay. Because that place <clears throat> exists in the same world 
that we all do. Yeah, yeah beef and bottle exists in. Yeah, yeah. That Outback Steakhouse exists in. Ugh. You can't you can't go wrong with Would an you Outback compare steak? Outback to wood? <laughs> wait, 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 You have just got my wife upset enough to get on the hold mic. <laughs> before we go on, before we go on, I am a cheeseburger connoisseur, a cheeseburger aficionado, and I will say to this day, I have had the single best cheeseburger I've ever had in my life at Outback Steakhouse. So I don't know if you were joking, I don't no, know if you were serious. Outback Steakhouse, two thumbs up. They can't yeah, go wrong. better yeah, than Morton's. I'm not bullshitting. Morton's Outback Steakhouse, if you want to sponsor us, and get on this show. Well, we're talking about quality of the steak. Well, I understand that, but I just, I've never... But you're talking about overall experience. I overall, did ask, what's your least favorite experience. place to get yeah. a steak? I think Morton's is... Above, uh, above my pay grade, I wouldn't go there normally. Like, I wouldn't. But you I, don't even think the quality is worth the money, is what you're saying? No, really. At no. Morton's. Have you ever had the uh, the ribeye there? The... I've been twice. I never had the ribeye. Cowboy. I have. I mean, if you guys want to take me and treat me to a meal, <laughs> I think we Morton's. might. <laughs> I will gladly treat you to a meal at Beef and Bottle or Outback. Ooh. Oh, well, then we're definitely in if it's oh. Beef and Bottle. Wait. Oh. But the thing about beef, beef and bottle, back lately. and those of you that don't know beef I've and bottle, heard you, I've never heard the articulation that you're saying it with. Beef and I've bottle. never heard beef and bottle. I've always heard beef and bottle. Beef and bottle. Beef and bottle. Beef and say, bottle. Say it like I'm saying it. Beef and bottle. Beef and bottle. Yep. There you I go. hear the okay. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all saying it? I'm you're in another saying, world, no, man. Everybody, so say it like I'm saying it. Beef and bottle. No, beef and bottle. Beef and bottle. Yep. <laughs> there you go. This Hudson anyway. whiskey might have drugs in it, but I'm hearing the same thing out of these two guys. Biggest thing. But beef either and way, uh, beef for and those bottle. of you not, it's in beef Charlotte. and bottle. Beef and bottle is. And that's not how they say it. It's one of the <laughs> oldest steakhouses in Charlotte, and it's fairly priced. They make a great prime rib available on Fridays only from seven until it runs out between uh, November and April, because it's a it's a wintry meat. It's uh, <laughs> the cold season meat. That's what the waiter told Greg me. Greg is a regular Jon Snow. <laughs> you if don't we're know given it is the favorite <laughs> steakhouse of the Zeller's household. Yeah. Yes. Right. But, I mean, Outback, love it. Their bread. Yeah, no. Andrew, bread Andrew, their... don't thumbs down that. That's yeah, right. I take personal offense. Uh, but I think I think, right. I think the fancy steakhouse is my, my least favorite because I don't... So any fancy steakhouse. Yeah, I mean, Capital Grill's good. It's, you know, it's decent. Uh I just have a hard time spending like sixty bucks for a piece of meat that I can get a much better at the store and cut. Oh, I make the best steaks. They're great. Oh, the best. <laughs> the best challenge. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys doing after the show? We're gonna have yeah. to have a steak cook off. We'll have a steak off. Uh, winner goes to Outback. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's a low risk bet, I guess. I like this. The other good thing about Outback: cheesecake. They have a nice. They have a nice slice. There is nice slice of cheesecake. There is and nothing wrong with like that. Like I said earlier, their their bread and butter uh, board is We used to great. love it. I don't want you to think I'm hating on Outback, but we mm. went the last three times, and something has gone wrong. Andrew so, doesn't like it. With the Outback special. I, and I'm not even a sirloin guy, but I used to love the Outback special. Last few times, mm. big disappointment. It's one of the only chain restaurants I'll eat at. Like Us too, for a long time, but... I, Mm. You let my wife down, guys. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> back. And they did. They we did. did. No, I'm saying if did. you do, like Outback did. Yeah. And I can't go back. I can't. Uh, that can't have answer. that. that it's my answer. dad's go-to whenever I go home. He's like, oh, let's go to Outback. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's better up north. I mean, they have a whole another type of meat up there or something. Mm. <laughs> they, they I got. I remember we got a gift certificate. We got a, for our wedding. We got an Outback gift certificate. Mm. A gift card. I thought it was the greatest gift we got. I'm glad you liked it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best, man. I think my favorite is. I think as I said earlier, I'm a cheeseburger connoisseur, and I, I legitimately thought that the one of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had in my life is uh, Outback. The mushroom and Swiss, mm. amazing. But that's not my answer. My answer is the McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Regardless, I will any, crush. Any I will crush a fast food cheeseburger. In fact, on the way up here, I had Wendy's Dave's Double, and it was mm. amazing. Uh, so is that your least favorite place to get yep, your yep, favorite? Yep, my least favorite place to get my favorite food okay. is any fast food restaurant. I love a fast food burger. I say that completely shameless. I will crush Wendy's burger. <laughs> I will crush a McDonald's quarter pounder. Uh, a, I like a Whopper. Yeah, yeah. I can't eat those now. No shame. Burger King, best fast food there is. That's Put that on the record. I, listen, wow. I don't have a loyalty. I don't have a loyalty. Either For me, it's hands down Burger yeah. King. What is it about that that makes you... Uh, well, the flame broiled. <laughs> It's you been like our, the lines on the our whole life. Okay. They've been the only flame broiled burger in fast food. That's awesome. Man. I challenge you Jason, to come up with somebody with a better Jason quality. Jason is slave to advertising establishment, fast food wise. Um, I'm going to just throw White Castle in the mix. Yeah, but nobody knows. Funny what you that should is. say that. <laughs> nobody knows what that is. is. Is it my turn? Sure. Yeah. Because you kind of, I have the same. Uh, Type burger, yeah, and I eat them everywhere. I, I love them all. Yeah, yeah. Fast food. Never had a bad one. Yeah, never had a bad burger. But uh, my least favorite hamburger would be Crystal slash White Castle. Wow. I agree. I agree. Thing. Controversial stance. I, I find that version yep. of hamburger it's disgusting. Bullshit. <laughs> it's and bullshit. Yep. It, it, it's just a um, an insult. To the hamburger. One hundred percent with you. Hey, listen. it's it's more onion than hamburger. Jason and I just high five. Nothing wrong with that. One hundred percent with you. One hundred percent with you. I love the movie Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> yeah. Infuriated me that the movie was centered around a trip to White Castle. It should have been. Could have been Burger King. Or go to Wendy's. Or Wendy's. Maybe they couldn't get the rights. Yeah, yeah it's possible. It's possible. White Castle's but, like, uh, fuck it. Let's get our name out there. <laughs> I guess that's true. The only thing I don't like about White Castle is they call them sex. Sacks of burgers. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. That was a good question. That was a really good question. I think I mentioned this too on a podcast episode. Uh, my least favorite fast food, checkers. I like checkers. Don't Gar- like the checkers? Garbage. Yeah. I like checkers. Did you ever have the apple nuggets? Greasy garbage. Just I like all of it's like awful. Checkers. It's fresh cooked, man. No, it's not. <laughs> you no, it's sounded not. like Jim Cornette. That was like, <laughs> that, was, you said, that should have been in a commercial. It I is. They had one right by the high school when I was uh, growing up. I'm partial to McDonald's. I worked there for a very long time. So you never went and got a Champ Burger with some fries and some apple disgusting. nuggets at the Checkers. Disgusting. I hated it. Wow. Everybody in high school, would we would go to Checkers. I would run across the street while they were ordering and go to like Taco Bell or, or Wendy's. Yeah. Hated the Checkers. I feel like this show, this might not be the, you, you have editing power and I feel like this show might not, uh, we've already gone long and this might not be the appropriate time to do it, but it's fine. you won an award at the Charlotte uh, Comedy Zone yes. for a story related to fast food. Yeah, And I don't know if McDonald's. this would be the episode to fit that story. Is this the episode where we're finally going to <laughs> drop that story? Or uh, No. Okay. Gonna, right. hey, this is called teasing. No. All right. Teasing the next episode. Okay. Right. Tease that hey, episode. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that no, out. We'll leave it in. And we'll tease it for next tease. episode. So episode everybody, 17. tune in next episode to hear Greg G-Man Urquhart's <laughs> literally award-winning <laughs> comedy story about how he used to work at McDonald's. And if you're listening that to this... That played a very minimal part of the story. It, well, it played a key part, but well, it, it's it wasn't visual. based around visually, 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 I think that's what sells it. Visually, it's... 
Visually, uh, it, it's what sells it. I don't want to give awesome. too much away. I think Andrew and Jason should be uh, in the studio audience for that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Well. Or on the microphones. <laughs> we'll get some more microphones. Or on the mic. If you listen to the show, and also, listen, I'm done bullshitting with you, audience. <laughs> I'm done bullshitting with you. If you're listening to this, leave a review. Leave we got a lot of them. I'm leave a five-star review if you're listening to the show, if you like the show, if you hate the show. Leave a five-star review. We just got our first four-star review. I don't understand that. I don't like it. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Just leave a review. It doesn't take you a long time to do. Let me ask. (laughs) There have been reviews prior. Yes. They've all been five-star. Yeah. How many, or you don't have to say how many, but there have been multiple five-star reviews. We've had 15. 18 18 reviews total, 17 five-stars. Yeah. So you you did the 17 five-star reviews, then you get this one four-star review. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sounds like a real asshole. Yeah, no, I'm just it, kidding. Whoever that was probably didn't give a reason. Whoever that was didn't care for an opinion of a guest. Had nothing to do with the uh, quality. Of the no, podcast. it was just in fact the, the the review. If I remember, I'm gonna read it right okay, now. Okay, if I'm I remember, it was it. very complimentary. It was. I was I like, just it. put an extra fucking hearing. star on there. I love reviews. It was something like great show, love the guys, four stars. <laughs> you know what? Thanks, asshole. Nah. Uh. <laughs> Been doing that all. Oh show. yeah, it was here we go. Boslav, ah, whoever that, that, that is. Yeah. Hmm. We love you. That was one of the villains in Street Fighter, I think. Ooh. His subject no, I'm thinking was of, uh, cool. I'm thinking he left Car- us on July 25th. Karna. Cool show. Yeah, thank you. I, agree. I like the concept. I agree with that too. I like the host. I agree with that. I like the guests. I agree with that. Funny conversations. There you go. All around a rad show. That's what I'm saying. Four Everything stars. he said was five out of five. That got four stars. So Karnoff, if you're hey, listening, Karnov. Put in that extra star. I want you to go back. I want you to edit your review. I would like... Blanca, please change your <laughs> That's review. That's great. Ryu, five stars. go back in and I would like to know uh, what we can do to change yeah, your Yeah, absolutely. It was, what was the guy's name? Karnov? Boslov. Boslov. If you're listening to this, I want you to email us. What's our email address? Favorite, least favorite at gmail.com. E- email us at... Email us at... <laughs> yes, Mike's drunk. Email us at favorite, least favorite at gmail.com. And for everyone else, you can visit us on social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Pemberton Hobbs, he's a big, big fan. He always texts me and comments on the show, so thank you for that. He lives here, or Wilmington. He has a beautiful daughter and wife. Uh, Maybe another kid. I'm not sure. He's a big avid listener. I'd love to have all right, him. Yeah, I'd love to have him in here. He loves all our baseball. Anytime talk. we can get a fan. Anytime we can get uh, a fan in. Come on. You said 100 listeners last show? Uh, yeah, in one yeah, week, yeah. yeah. 100 we're, hours. We're in the uh, 1 to 200 listens per episode. So right. I send out a congratulatory text when you reach the 100 plays club. So maybe you'll get that text this week. <laughs> maybe you'll get it tomorrow. Also, I remind you, definitely download the episode two or three times if you need to. Yeah. So, uh, Mike. You drank all the Tito's vodka, which you love. That's a hundred percent not true. And enjoyed it. We're gonna get some more. So thanks, Tito's. Definitely. Thank you, Tito's, for being a sponsor Hudson of the show. Valley whiskey. We love it. I didn't drink any today. <laughs> I love how you framed me as drinking all the Tito's, but then you went out of no, your no. way to say oh, you I, didn't. I think we had plenty of Hudson of for the both of you. Plenty. Both of those statements are not true. Plenty of Hudson. Record. But um, I didn't drink any of the whiskey today. I'm trying to fight a hangover. Uh, Prosecco, we love it. Morfino, it's very celebratory. And uh, a beer, Scheinerbach, we love it. Scheinerbach Homespun. It's a cream ale and it's out of Texas. Scheinerbach. Yeah. Shiner beers, Shiner I should beers. say. 
locally brewed in Shiner, Texas, the official healthcare provider at Jason Zeller's. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. G-Man, I think you said you had a trouble with a hangover. I, I was. You should probably take some of these hangover vitamins here. H2V. Yeah, H2V. Um, based out of Wilmington, right. North Carolina, right? Is that? That'll get you back in, uh, back in step in no time. With that big, bald doofus Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good Love you, Ben. No, oh, he's good. He's good. So yeah, next week. Uh, tell me about. I want to get go back. On. Tell me about. Tell me about happy hour vitamins. What's happy hour vitamins? Uh, you take them before you start drinking, and you take them before you go to bed if you can't remember. Okay. And then you wake up and you feel like Wonder Woman. I love it. I've always wanted to feel like Wonder Woman. Yep. Andrea can contest. Happy hour vitamins. Yeah. Get as drunk as you want. <laughs> no consequences. Jason, thank you. I'm glad we had this time. And Mike, thank you. Thank you so much for having well, me. Love See it, guys. You. Thank you for having me. See you all next week. Later.